0: Hey there, everybody! Welcome back. We are opening the ice box back up for you again with episode eighteen. Woo! Eighteen is here. That's so fun and awesome. I am the most influential speaker of the House of M. And today, my little ice cubes, we are covering thrilling topics i'm getting kind of back to some of the stuff that got me interested in doing this podcast in the first place we are covering dc's rebirths aquaman we are also going to be talking about the walking dead episodes three and four of season seven and we are featuring bringing...
1: Glim- grimlock
0: no not grimlock this time Diggs. not not this time he was on a prior episode and we're also finishing the episode out with another volume of A Herd of Penguins. Created by the one and only Diggs, who just so happened to come back down here. Diggs, before we get into some of this awesome topics, can we have a word of your time?
1: Uh, sure. Come, come on, come over.
0: People have been missing you. I've been getting tweets and emails asking, where's Diggs? Most influential speaker of the House of M, you're okay, but he doesn't tell me to come down. <laughs> and I do. Don't don't tell our Ice Cubes. That's why I'm naming our audience. They're called Ice Cubes. I've had and I've I've heard compliments about people saying, "Oh God, he finally gave us a name. We're called the Ice Cubes." So that's what they're being called. Um, and if you don't like Ice Cubes, well, I'll just call you a valued listener then. How about that? Either way, we thank you for listening. But no it digs. Um, yeah, welcome back. It's actually been a few episodes. Are you nervous to be back on the mic? No. Come a little closer. I think you lost a little practice on that. No. Okay. Well, that probably hurt someone's ears because you were so close. But still, that's okay. That's okay. Um, there was one thing I wanted to, to ask you about
1: mm-hmm.
0: before we get into our main topics, yeah. and I'll probably be talking about the main topics again. So How people. My wrist hurts. No. Well, we can we can talk about that too. So for, for everyone, if you if you're if you're waiting for digs, you got him right away. And if if he's the main reason why you tune into these these podcasts, um, you'll probably shut the thing off right after because he'll he'll leave because some of the things we're talking about he hasn't watched, like The Walking Dead. Um, he hasn't read Aquaman. Um, he may join us for a herd of penguins. I have, you know, we'll, we'll see if that happens. But okay, yeah. So Diggs, before we get into the question that everyone's been wanting to know about you, yeah, tell us about what happened to your wrist. Oh, yeah. um, protect the protect the names of the innocent. So the people who okay. were involved, yeah. just say person A and person B. You know, stuff like that. Okay. But let it, you know, get close to the mic, closer to the mic. You okay. don't have to shout on it. You know, I don't want to hurt won't, people's I ears. Won't, I won't. Our ice cubes have de- de- delicate ears, so yeah. go ahead. Uh, okay. But Yeah, what happened to your wrist? Your left one.
1: So. Person A and I, yeah, were, uh, playing around. Sure, having fun. Yeah. When I was walking backwards and I tripped.
0: What'd you trip on? A pebble? A rock? A snake? The grass. The grass, okay.
1: And my wrist, like, folded in on itself and...
0: So you fell backwards yeah and you try to catch yourself with your left wrist
1: well I just tried to not fall all the way oh okay uh,
0: okay so you try to catch yourself
1: yeah
0: and crushing your wrist in the process yes wow well let's yeah how's the feeling now this was like two days ago yeah how's the feeling now you said it was a little better yeah actually a lot better Better
1: right? but until I used it to get up on the
0: bed to get off off your bed it hurts.
1: Like you put pressure up. on there,
0: yeah. It is still hurt? Yeah,
1: it's still I, stuck. Totally I do it <laughs> from time to time.
0: Okay, but so it's 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 better. Still stings. Yeah. So, but what you're doing is resting it. He has a brace on. Luckily, he has off this entire week of school, so he can probably recover. Yeah. But by the time school starts up again, and be uh, his normal jolly self, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, if everyone wants to send Diggs a a hope you get better. Tweet. You can reach us at IceboxCast on our Twitter. Uh, he'd love to hear from you. And if you send us an email, you can reach us at IceboxCast at gmail.com, letting us know. Hey, Diggs, I hope you feel better. I hope your wrist gets better and stuff like that, right?
1: Uh-huh. Let's
0: see. I bet he'll. I bet he'll get so many tweets and emails. I'll start thinking. You know what? Maybe he can just do this show, and I'll just. I'll be your sidekick. What do you think?
1: Uh, it's a
0: uh, That's what I was thinking.
1: All
0: right. Yeah. Okay. So the question we wanted—I wanted to ask you. Um. So there was a recent update to a video game. Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell the audio, <laughs> audio, our Ice Cubes? Sorry, I was sorry, gonna call you audio sorry. listeners, and you are audio listeners, but because you're extra special, you get to be called Ice Cubes. Yeah, because you're. Not to be confused with the rapper Ice advice. Cube. I don't want to get sued by Mr. Ice Cube. No, I'm just calling you guys. All right, Ice Cubes. So, there's a uh, for the Ice Cubes that play games out there, video games. Uh, a, a cool update that Diggs has been waiting for has finally been released. Why don't you tell the Ice Cubes about that?
1: Well. I, my friends told me that it was coming out at, like, a couple of minutes from now, for them. So what was, it was this? Like our, it was a weekend, and I think it was, like, Saturday.
0: Okay, like last weekend? Yeah. Alright.
1: And they told me that it was coming out, like, in an hour from now. Okay. So I stood up. So, for them... It would have been ten o'clock for some of them. I mean, yeah, for some. 10 of them, PM it was Ten p.m. Central. We're
0: in the Central Time Zone yeah. over here. Sure.
1: And then for me, it was eleven.
0: Okay, I messed that yeah. up. So eleven p.m. Central here, <laughs> Central Time. Sorry.
1: Um, so. So they were
0: on Eastern Time. For I, all those people that actually care about that, go ahead. Yeah,
1: he lives in New York.
0: Yeah, New, New York. York. See, Eastern. All right, go ahead.
1: Okay. So. Oh, you know I what? S-
0: so, the Ice Cubes are wondering what game is he talking about. He hasn't said the game. Do you want to not want to tell them what game this is for, or not uh, yet?
1: I'll get to that. You'll get to it. I'll let yeah. you tell your story. Yeah. He's okay. digs for
0: a reason, folks. Go ahead.
1: So, we stood up and we couldn't it, it, we played um, Minecraft and other games. Overwatch, which is the update is for.
0: All right, there you go. Overwatch, all right.
1: And we were waiting for a new character called Sombra and well, an arcade mode. The arcade mode every week every 3 games you win you can only get 3 but every 3 games you win you get a loot box but you can only get 3 a week which is pretty cool okay i'd say sure um and then the character Sombra she can turn invisible and has like she she runs so she goes faster yeah, and then the main part is that she can hack into things, so she could hack into Torbjorn or uh Smetra's turrets, I think. I think Smetra. Okay. Yeah. And they can be disabled, so she can shoot them with her. Uh, I forgot
0: what it's called. The weapon. I, I I don't I don't play it. I haven't seen that character, so yeah. I'm not sure. Um, Sword, knife, dagger, no. machine gun, Gatling gun, no, it's, bazooka. It's, uh, What's like
1: the mini machine gun? What's it called? Uzi?
0: No. A submachine gun. Submachine right? gun. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those are yeah. they're sub for a reason, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. <coughs> um so and then take him uh, <laughs> Diggs yeah, is also laughing. getting
0: sick guys. So um, he's 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 had a hundred and ten degree fever. He's been drooling out the nose. Stuff sure. going down his throat, yeah. but he, yeah. he he he's sticking it out for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Alright, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> See.
1: Um She also has a teleporter but then she can go back to, but it only lasts for like fifteen seconds. After the fifteen seconds. And then she can also hack like health packs. And then she can hack the actual other characters except for on her team. Hack the actual other characters so that they can't use their ultimate or any of their abilities. All right, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then that's about it.
0: So that's your Overwatch update for us. Yeah. Sounds cool, Sombra. How does she look? Oh, cool? Oh yeah, or what? Uh, yeah. Cool.
1: Once she was little, she started hacking. She, well, already she hacked is the, the is the
0: is she, again. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the character or whatever is Sombra a little girl or an adult girl or little what? Oh, okay. But when she was young yeah. she started hacking right away. Yeah. Let's go. So they get these characters backstories too and everything yeah. like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, when's the last time you played Overwatch?
1: Uh last week.
0: Last week? So it's also been a few days since yeah. you played last okay. Um, uh, with your week off vacation, are you planning on playing Overwatch again?
1: Uh I hope to. Good. But it hasn't been working. It's like Blizzard and it freezes, and then Oh, the it's starts. still freezing
0: on you. Why is that, I wonder?
1: I don't know. How
0: many days has that happened?
1: Uh, every single time I tried but before last week.
0: Was it just one day? Because I remember you doing it, it was just one day. Have you tried well, it since?
1: About three days I've tried it, and it didn't work. Huh. Blizzard, what have you done?
0: That's interesting. Well, I hope that heals for you. Um, and I hope your wrist heals, too, for you. You yeah. said that hurts while you're playing a game?
1: Yeah. So I can't. It's once I was playing Minecraft. Now! I think I can. You're healed enough. We yeah. should give it another
0: shot. Well, I wish you luck in Overwatch and I thank you for the Overwatch update. Before we get into our main topics again, uh, I wanted to say hey, everyone. I turned 39. Uh, just recently thank you and uh, it's pretty pretty exciting Uh, I had a couple of uh, uh, cool things happen to me I went down to Illinois to make some tamales uh, make a day out of it and uh, me and the entire house of them went down there and instead of tamale making I got a cool uh, surprise I got a Chicago Cubs World Series t-shirt I got pizza. I got to view Doctor Strange. Sling oh ring. my god. And yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. Sling ring. I have already been on Amazon to look at that. It's about $30 for a sling ring. I
1: thought it was like
0: 9 No, nine? no. Really? Th- yeah. Yeah, I think it's about 30 For a good one.
1: Oh. You know? Yeah.
0: I like a metal one and stuff. So I'm definitely wanting to get a sling ring. Uh, the movie was very cool, by the way. I also got some hero clicks from my brothers.
1: Maybe you should do a uh,
0: not on this episode.
1: Yeah, but on different.
0: Sure, that's yeah. quite possible. Um, I also got dinner uh, from my Brown Deer family. I got dinner. I got to view The Force Awakens again on their cool TV. Uh, I had four glasses of tasty wine, and that's a pretty astounding feat because I, I normally don't drink anything. The only thing I will will drink is wine, and because um, that's you know the drink of the in, the intellectuals. And I am one of them, despite what my fans say. I have four of those things. Man, they were really good. I got a sombrero. Um, and i, I you can also see pictures of me in my sombrero uh, currently on my Snapchat. Uh, those only last for 24 hours, though. So if you don't hear this podcast within that time frame, you're going to miss out. So luckily, I put it on our, our Instagram account as well. And in our Instagram... Inst, Instagram? Sorry. our our instagram is of course iceboxcast so go see us on there you can see an exclusive picture of me and my sombrero um just want to say thank you to my cousins who gave me a blast uh my wife uh digs and my daughter the bandit chloe uh thank you for all the fun uh thank you to my brothers who uh and my mom and my pop who, who celebrated my birthday with me too and um a spe- special thank you again to my Brown Deer family who we got to make a he- whole day out of it. Um, got to celebrate some more there, and I thank you very much. I got a cool Cubs mug from them too. Um, j- just phenomenal. So I-, I love you all. Thank you so much for spinning and making that day special for me, um, and everyone else who wished me a happy birthday. I appreciate that as well. Diggs, I know you. I think I told you about this as well. We are we are finally on iTunes. Yeah. So you can buy go us. to the iTunes... Well, you can't. You don't have to buy it. We're free, digs. That's the what's oh. even better.
1: Yeah. Buy us for free.
0: We, You go to iTunes, you search Icebox, one word, and search podcast, and you will see the little House of M Inspired Creations logo, and you will get to see episode 17 and episode 18 on iTunes. It is phenomenally exciting. I don't know if I put those words together in the right manner, but I did anyway, but it is really exciting that we are on iTunes. You can also still find us on SoundCloud. That brings us to one of our main topics for the evening, folks. And the first topic is DC Comics Aquaman Rebirth now as I've mentioned on prior podcasts I am buying a ton well not a ton but I'm buying way more DC comics than I've ever uh, bought in a long time probably not since the Sinestro War years ago um and there was a reason because they went through a whole reboot and called it the New Fifty Two, uh, and it was—I didn't like it. Was not a fan of it whatsoever. Um, they were—they couldn't give away free issues uh, at C Two E Two a few years ago or whenever this thing happened. Anyway, that's that's bygones, right? I'm reading Aquaman. It's one of the titles I'm reading currently, and my God, Aquaman is pretty darn enjoyable. Um, I'm going to briefly just talk about the most recent issues. Uh, A couple of them. I think they're on 10 right now. Um, So Aquaman number 8 starts this cool uh, little two-part story arc Uh, and again it begins in Aquaman number 8. It's called Unstoppable. Um, Description of it is Arthur, That's, that's Aquaman people. Um, Arthur's investigation into the mysterious Atlantean terrorist attacks on the surface is cut short when Black Manta, that's pretty much Aquaman's arch nemesis, uh, taps his newfound weapons cache and unleashes an unstoppable weapon upon the Undersea Kingdom. A relentless behemoth from the deep that lays waste to anything in its path. So I'm not going to go into huge detail here. Um, But Aquaman and his kingdom have pretty much been at odds with the surface. So everyone above the water, right? That's what the surface means. Um, And Arthur's been trying to bring peace to them. Um, And due to some sabotage from Black Manta and this new group um, that Black Manta is now a part of, uh, Nemo, I believe is what it's called, uh, things go awry and uh, now Aquaman's in all sorts of trouble. He actually fought Superman a couple issues ago, too. Um, and Superman. Oh, great, great, great issue there too. Um, but this Aquaman number 8, this behemoth lump, uh, that he's fighting and all his uh, people who are coming to his aid are fighting, he's making quick work of them. You know, They're doing these attacks and they drop him, but then he rises up again and continues on. Aquaman like stabs him with his trident and uh, it lays him down and he gets back up, he tries it again, now his trident doesn't hurt him anymore. It really was um, reminiscent of Doomsday. Um, so I was pretty much calling this guy the Doomsday for Aquaman. Um, some very cool covers for uh, this issue as well. Um, but it turns out that this behemoth, this unstoppable weapon that Black Manta has uh, unleashed, is, is the Shaggy Man. Now I've heard of the Shaggy Man. Um, let me give you some uh, uh, some history on him. And I'm just pulling this from Wikipedia, so bear with me on that. But hey, again, I'm not a DC guy, but I knew Shaggy Man was around. So Shaggy Man debuted in Justice League of America number 45 in 1966. He's been around for a while. Uh, he was created by writer Gardner Fox and artist Mike Sikowski. Shaggy Man returned in the Justice League of America in issue number 104 of 1973. The character reappeared in a one-shot story in Justice League of America 186 and 1981. Uh, The original Shaggy Man reappeared on Crisis on Infinite Earths, issues 9 through 10, um, the phenomenal uh, series back in 85 there. Um, Let's see. So the Shaggy Man is the creation of Dr. Andrew Zagarian, a scientist who invented Plast Alloy, a synthetic human tissue substitute that can be used for organ transplant this doctor built the Shaggy Man by splicing his material with salamander DNA and as a result ac- <laughs> no um, as a result accidentally created an artificial life form that can rapidly regenerate essentially mindless the creature then attacked anything that moved the Justice League attempt to stop the creature but Shaggy Man holds them off until the flash oh the flash is cool uh, suggests Zagarian create a second creature to the, to fight the first. The League then seals the two monsters inside a deep pit where they can battle each other indefinitely. So they, I guess they never beat them. Um, it goes on to describe the Shaggy Man, but that's some brief history of the Shaggy Man. Very cool um, character that they pulled back and made look really uh, vicious looking in this uh, Aquaman current series. Um, and again, kind of rebirthed him in, since in this new arc. So... Aquaman number 9 is part 2 of Unstoppable. And here's what it says about that issue. And the shocking conclusion to this story, it's shocking, people. The Unstoppable Juggernaut, the Shaggy Man, (laughs) carves a new path toward Aquaman's hometown of Amnesty Bay. So far, Arthur's attempts to halt the creature have been fruitless. But to save his friends and neighbors, the Sea King must do the unthinkable. What's
1: the unthinkable?
0: You'll have to read issue 9 to find out, people. I accidentally read issue 10 before I read issue 9. And <laughs> that's not really the way you're supposed to read comics, but I did that for some reason. And um, I'm like, what the heck happened? So I realized that I skipped issue 9. So to find out what happens, read issues 8, read issues 9, then read issue 10. Okay? Do what I did not. Um, so Alcheman Rebirth definitely gets, um, a high recommendation for me. I'm, uh, go out now. You can buy the back issues. Um, you could probably get through issue one, to be perfectly honest, at a decent price. But for sure, uh, the whole series has been really good. It's been a lot of action. Um, even the political stuff, they keep interesting with the surface versus, uh, King Arthur, or King Arthur. Arthur's, uh, uh water world, essentially, right? Um, Mera is cool. Uh, the Shaggy Man is neat. Black Manta's return, returned. Superman's in the issues. The U.S. government military is in the issues. It's really good. I highly recommend Aquaman. Hit your local comic shops every Wednesday to pick up any new comics, but stop by, pick up Aquaman. The Walking Dead uh, issue issue, Walking Dead Season 7 Episode 3 is called The Cell. And uh, this issue again the issue, stop with the issues. This episode has us return to uh, have viewers find out what's happening with everyone's favorite character, Daryl. And uh, you don't really like you don't really like seeing what happens with Daryl, to be honest. Uh, you you see him. Well, some people may like this, but I, I didn't. Um, he you, they start they show him naked in a cell in a dark room. He's being fed dog food. Um, he's just he's being tormented uh, by Negan's uh, saviors. Uh, Dwight is there. He's one of the his main contacts, always checking in on Daryl. Um, but yeah, Daryl has definitely seen better days. Uh, He's going through um, mental torture. They blast this music every morning when he wakes up, um, and it's so happy and peppy, um, but it's totally just playing on his mind and everything. Really bad. Uh, And again, they're they're obviously trying to break down Daryl because of what he did when uh, Saviors first appeared into The Walking Dead, and that was brutally killing Abraham and Glenn. Um, and then humiliating and demoralizing the rest of the group, um, and specifically uh, Rick, and he won, as uh, was what I said last time. And Negan is still winning this round. Um, Daryl uh, basically has he has a crying moment, so uh, he, his his character development, you know, he's pretty much the the hot character, right, that women love. Uh, he's the bad boy. He's the crossbow shooting, motorcycle riding, zombie killer Daryl. Awesome guy, right? Um, who's always oily. He's always got oily hair, and uh, he's dirty, <laughs> but he's cool. Um, but man, they're—he's he, finally—they're taking his character a little bit further. Um, and you're seeing Daryl being tormented. You're also seeing Daryl um, dealing with the repercussions of his actions. Uh, Dwight bluntly puts it that he killed his friend Um, and he's referring to Glenn had uh, Daryl not stood up and defended uh, Rosita to Negan um, Negan wouldn't have had to show him that he meant what he said and no exceptions and killed Glenn so arguably it was uh, Daryl's fault Um, so he's dealing with that a couple great moments um Dwight, thinking he has him broke, brings him to Negan, and Negan has another one on one conversation uh, with Daryl and offering him the world in this zombie apocalypse his own room, own furniture, food, uh, women, anything. And all he has to do is say, uh, or is answer this one question correct, and he says, Who are you? And the right answer is Negan. And Daryl says, Daryl. Um, so they put him back into, into the, his cell and uh, the show continues. Uh, Daryl um, is still in there being psychologically tortured um, and we wish him luck, man. I don't know how long he can hold that out, but uh, he's, he's got his pride. He is not broken yet, but he's, uh, he's not doing well. Uh, Dwight, they also go into a little bit further. uh, The the audience learns more about him. Um, Arguably making Dwight a little bit more of a a character you can care for. Um, So far, what we've seen of him, no one's really liked too much. Um, But we learned a little bit of what can happen on Negan's world. Uh, The iron to his face um, is one thing. Uh, Obviously, Dwight gave up a lot. To um, come back into the Negan's graces here. He and Nate Negan have a one off conversation as well alone, and Negan is just playing him can big we time. Open Scrabble? Okay. And uh, okay, that was Diggs asking if he can open Scrabble for those who are wanting to. See, he's not even sitting by me right now, people. Uh, but that's okay, it's Diggs. It's his, it's, his, it's his world, I'm just a part of it, right? Um, anyway. Uh, cool moment with Negan and, uh, and Dwight. Uh, you, you learn what happens uh, with with, uh, having, with what Dwight had to do to get back into Negan's graces, back into the society. Um, and it wasn't pleasant, that's for sure. Um, and Negan just, you know, that mocking Negan, you know, the belittling Negan is in full force here, and uh, Dwight complies. And uh, you get to see Dwight interact with his ex-wife, who is now Negan's wife. And uh, again, you, you, Dwight—you—you you, you see a different version of him. You know, uh, you can tell he's just—he's beaten. Um, he's and he's trying to save any bit of humanity he has left um, in this otherwise monstrous world they live in. Uh, He also goes out to capture a renegade who leaves Negan's world, Um, and Dwight's pretty much saying, just come back, Um, you know, you're going to get punished, but it's better there than out in this world. And the other person who he goes back to get basically says, no, it's not. It's like, why are we letting Negan control us? We're so many people, but yet we're afraid of this one man raises a good point um Negan rules by fear and uh this guy wasn't having it he wasn't coming back so Dwight kills him uh but the guy was more than wanting that to happen so that could have been the beginning of maybe a little revolution in this uh in this world that Negan is uh, controlling over there uh, we'll see. We're not too sure, um, but that could have been the that could have been a little seed, possibly. Um, but yeah, so that that's basically what happens in the cell. Uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty cool episode. I liked it a lot too. Um, Negan's been in uh, was in there a lot, and uh, Dwight was there. You learn a lot about him, and you learn what the heck is happening with Daryl. And again, it's not pleasure. You probably you feel for Daryl. You yeah, arguably we'll feel for.
1: Do um, you have a chance?
0: feel for Dwight as well. Um, Yeah, so you you start to feel uh, very sad for Dwight. um, Very sad for for, uh, Daryl. You you hate Negan even more. (laughs) And uh, you're just waiting to see what these repercussions will have when they return to Alexandria. Episode seven, season, season, season seven, episode four, is called Service. And this one, I didn't even know that it was an extended version. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, yeah it's kind of there. There was it, this episode was longer uh, than your normal episodes, but I, I couldn't even tell. I guess I was that into it. Um, the whole episode is about Negan. Coming back to Alexandria, uh, days early, so he surprises everyone. Uh, Rick, um, everyone, everyone there. It's like, who are these people? It's like, well, you were you're early. Rick says, and um, people just weren't weren't expecting him this this to come right away, and he did. Then um, he made his presence felt. Um, he got a lot of like angry stares uh, from Rosita, and you know Negan calls her out on that. Um, just a whole episode of Negan pretty much making threats to anyone he comes in contact with. Making sure they realize who's in control. And honestly, one of the few people who are more than aware of who's in control and abiding by what he's saying is Rick. Uh, Rick Rick is all but broken here, folks. Um, he knows what's going on. He saw his friends die in front of him. Uh, he saw what he could have done to his own son, Carl. Carl! And, uh, he, he's complying all the way. Um, but you get resistance, uh, you get resistance from Carl, um, who's saying, yeah, I guess they, they went into his house, um, and they're taking all of the medicine and he's got, uh, the savior at, at gunpoint saying, don't, do not take it. As so you said, you were going to take half of what we have. Um, not everything you're taking all the medicine. Um, Negan comes in, Rick comes in uh, and they settled the issue um, but it's clear that Negan, uh, made, made, Negan made it clear to Carl Carl that, um, that he's running the show uh, Rick kind of pleaded with him to just give it up just stop it, give me the gun and stuff like that that also spurred on the decision of Negan to literally take all of the firearms that they own in that town all of them. They visit their inventory place, um, who's it's handled by one of their own there, and they take it, uh, they take all the inventory, um, everything. And, uh, Negan again just says, This is all mine now, uh, doesn't care what the heck, uh, Rick says or anyone to, for that matter, um, and it comes down to a point where they got everything except for two little guns. And Negan is now holding the uh, lady who, I can't remember her name, but she the person who had the inventory of everything, he's holding her captive until they find the two weapons. If they don't find it within a certain time, she's dead. So they're uh, ripping up Alexandria, trying to find it, and they eventually find it um, in Spencer's room. Uh, under a floorboard, but also hidden were, 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 food, was food, um, wine, I think also some kind of alcoholic beverage. And, um, they found his stash and they took it back. They saved the girl. Um, but they now have confiscated every single weapon they have, um, They take uh, anything else they want, like I said, the medicine. They take most of the beds from Alexandria. And uh, you find out later in the episode uh, with Michonne. Um, Michonne was around uh, for the latter half of the episode. Um, I'm sorry, latter half of uh, Negan's presence there. She was out doing her own thing prior to that. And she brought back a kill. She... Accidentally shot a deer um, <laughs> while trying to shoot a zombie. I, th- I think it was, and uh, she brought it back to the camp. So might as well eat it, right? Anyway, um, but when she gets back, she has to not only give up her weapon—not uh, her sword, but her gun that she used—and the the kill. So she had to give the deer. She just dropped it, and uh, the saviors took that too. Um, but anyone they were that were that was resisting. Um, Rick had to make it pretty darn clear that he's not in control anymore. It's Negan. It's Negan's world. And it was a, not, it was a hard episode to watch because, like I said, it was literally just belittling, um, mocking, and threats from Negan to the cast that everyone has been enjoying. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. Um, you're not used to seeing your, your team on this side of the ball. And it ends with a line that I can't repeat, because this episode, or the Icebox, is family-friendly. Is family Anyone can listen to this. Um, unless I give a warning at the beginning of the episode. And usually the warnings only come from when I have guests on, like, uh, uh, the Wild Card. Uh, so, you know, he's not on this episode right now. So <laughs> it's pretty safe to, to assume this is going to be family-friendly. Anyway, uh, Negat ends with a line uh, right, right, right from the, the comics as well. Uh, he pretty much whispers it right to Rick. And um, if you... I, I get, I'm not going to repeat it, so if you want to know what the line is, watch episode 4 of The Walking Dead, season 7. Alright, so this round of Herd of Penguins... Um, It's pretty trailer heavy. And the first trailer that we want to talk about is uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Live action uh, trailer, um, pretty much from the old cartoon. When I say old, I think it was in the 90s, I believe. Uh, It comes out March, what was it?
1: 1717. (laughs) So next year,
0: March. Um, And it looked pretty, it it really hit hit me a little bit because... uh, all I thought of was the, the, the cartoon, the Disney animated feature, Beauty and the Beast. Um, I know I got some reactions for you. We'll get to you in a second. But it, look, it looked fun. It played uh, the classic Beauty and the Beast song, Tale as Old as Time. Um, and it, it was it was played really nicely. Um, you have the girl. I don't know her name. Sorry. You can look it up. But the girl from uh, Harry Potter yeah, is in there. Um, uh, the Beast looks pretty cool. Uh, they had the, the animated creatures uh, as well, Cogsworth, right, and the candlestick. Um, you saw Gaston in there as well. You saw Beauty's father, Belle's, do- Belle's father in there as well. The wolves, you saw the, the wolves scene is going to be in there as well. I liked it. I will probably see it, but to me, it's almost... I, don't, I almost prefer the Disney animated feature. Like I'd rather put that in right now to watch that than the live action. But like I said, I will probably see the live-action feature. Diggs, what'd you think of it? Well,
1: to be honest, I think Disney has like something going with these live-action movies, you know? Yeah. Cinderella and. All of oh them. yeah, yeah. This is de- yeah.
0: They've they've been uh, like doing the live-action versions of their cartoons, their animated features for a little bit now. Huh. Um, some of them not as successful, um, but you know, yeah. But yeah, I agree. That's what they've been doing. Any other takeaways? Um. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It was pretty good. Although I think that once I saw the the uh, <coughs> <coughs> what's the candlestick person's name? I
0: can't remember. Just call him candlestick. Okay. I can't remember.
1: Candlestick. Uh, it looked a bit too humany to me. Like he was a human.
0: I saw that, really? yeah. It was like, it, it, the, the although
1: I guess because of the curse kind of thing, I guess that yeah. Makes sense. But, but the, I the, just.
0: The really animated feature where he was literally a candlestick yeah, and they gave yeah. him a face. This one was like a guy who was reaching, and his arms were the you know the candle yeah. holders and stuff. Yeah, that's a little different too. Yeah. Uh, Cogsworth was really the same. You saw Chip, I forgot about Chip, was in there. Yeah. His mom was in there too, uh, Mrs. Potts. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it'll be different, but, yeah. but overall good. You're going to go see it?
1: Cool. I ne- like how it said like be our
0: guest Yes, 317. yeah, that <laughs> that was a nice little touch, and again, just another throwback to the original animated feature. Next topic, next trailer is Ghost in the Shell, coming out next year, 2017. It's based off of the most one of the most popular uh, Japanese animes out, anime cartoons out there, uh, also titled Ghost in the Shell. This one is starring Scarlett Johansson.
1: Black- uh,
0: yep, a lot of people know her uh, for many different roles. Um, we're going to tout her role yeah.
1: for of the Black
0: Widow. Yes, Marvel Comics, because everything is about Marvel Comics. Yeah. Um, so I, every, I think you'd be getting your take on this trailer it would be quite interesting because you've never heard of that movie yeah. before, right, never. or the anime? I've, never... I've heard of it, never watched it. I've heard it was really good. <coughs> I know some of the iconic imagery, and um, they kind of captured a few of those scenes um, in this trailer as well. A lot of freaky faces in this thing. They had that kabuki lady, the... Um, Whose the, face opened up, kind of yeah, thing. The yeah, the
1: person, the bullet. Eye There's is, another
0: guy in there with like silver eyes, but yeah. it looks like they're, they're maybe glasses or something, because he did yeah. see his normal eyes yeah. later. Um, you see like you know busts of people in the city, like uh, virtual kind of uh, visuals um, along along the it'd be buildings cool and stuff.
1: If I have no idea what this is, but it'd be kind of cool if it was like a history lesson kind of thing
0: we'll see. I, I don't something know. Like the, yeah. I, I, it, like
1: a lesson of the day kind of thing or something? I don't know. The whole
0: movie, yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know either. Like I said, I've never watched the anime either, but yeah. it looked cool. Um, a lot of neat, slow motion action. Uh, I get a lot of different and unique looking characters in this, just from the people walking on the streets, standing in the streets, and then the people that they're fighting. Um, a lot of cool scenes with Scarlett Johansson. She was like invisible and then she uncloaked and he saw her like body armor. Um... She's—I don't know what she's running around in, but uh, it looks
1: like like a futuristic Japan kind of
0: thing. Yeah, I'm assuming maybe it does take place in Japan. Yeah. I'm assuming that I'm gonna—that's probably a safe yeah. bet. So good call out there. Um, but looks really looks really interesting. Uh, comes out next year as well. I will definitely be seeing that. Diggs, what are your thoughts on the movie? Um,
1: I don't. I I don't know. I I don't really have much to say.
0: All right. Well, you know. <laughs> it yeah, not I me mean, the, the, the trailer left you uh, wordless speechless yeah all right well sometimes trailers do that um, but uh, definitely like I said depending on the rating I might take digs to see it or even go see the uh, the original anime cartoon as well um, but definitely I'm gonna be checking that one next year next trailer all right next trailer is the Smurfs yes again I keep this show family friendly for a reason. The Smurfs: The Lost Village comes out next year, April 2017. They just recently released a trailer. Uh, it stars the voice actors of Joe Manganiello. Ah, uh, sorry, um, but he,
1: Joe Manganiello. Yeah, okay. Joe M. Joe, uh, he yeah. voices
0: Hefty. You know him from uh, Captain America: Civil War. He was he was uh, Crossbones. Um, you got Mandy Pat Patinkin. He's the voice of Papa Smurf. Uh, Ron Wilson is Gargamel. You know him from The Office. Demi Lovato voices Smurfette. She's a popular singer, for all you people who don't know. Uh, the Bandit loves her her songs. Um, Danny Pudi is Brainy's voice, which is classic. He's from Community Fame. Um, so Brainy right away is probably going to be my favorite Smurf in that thing. And uh, Jack McB- McBrayer uh, voices Clumsy. And he was from... Uh, th- uh, Oh, jeez that New York.
1: Felix.
0: Yes, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, he was he voices Felix,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Uh, from in Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Thank you. All right, so uh, Smurfs: The Lost Village. Uh, I it got my attention because I've seen the last two, and they were live action mixed yeah. with animation. Yeah. They were okay. I didn't think too much of them. My kids liked them, uh, especially when they were younger. Um, but this one is all animated. Yeah. So that's what really caught my eye, and it's by who was it? Who was a who was a studio? Um uh, let's see here. It was a whole new world. Okay. Got that. Got that. Well, I'll be editing this part out. Um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, thank you. Sony Pictures. So Sony Pictures has this. Um anyway. Looks really cool. Uh, it's about a lost village. The Smurfs are allegedly n- have never been all alone, so they're going out. A core group, uh, Smurfette, clumsy, hefty, brainy, going out to look for this lost village and seeing there's other Smurfs around. Uh, they joked how the the Smurf village that we all know and love Uh, It's all guys, except for one, a Smurfette. So they're thinking that there's a whole other populace of Smurfs out there. And, of course, Gargamel is coming to wreak havoc on them. Uh, Looks fun, looks entertaining. I know I'll be in the theater watching this one. Diggs, what do you think?
1: I think it's better sounding, or it'll be better than the live-action channels.
0: I think so, too. I think so. Why why do you think that, though?
1: (coughs) I mean, the animated, this animated version just... It's. It seems better to me.
0: The Smurfs yeah. were from a cartoon. They were from yeah. an anime cartoon. Yeah. Now they've I done feel, this another.
1: I feel like it would be better to stick with the cartoon kind of thing. Yeah,
0: and then they've done this with other things too. But I think Smurfs really lent itself to be computer generated imaging. Yeah. Um, computer animation. So I think just having it all computer animation in this movie, I think it's going to work really well for them. So yeah, I think this might be more popular than the other Smurf movies, and uh, looking forward to this. You?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You want to just go see it?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Smurfs, go see it. April 2017, right? April? Yep. Was it April? Okay, it's cool. Alright, next trailer. Alright, next trailer. Couldn't leave it at end with Smurfs, to be perfectly honest. But um, this next trailer is Kong Skull Island. Uh, just recently released a new trailer, their Two. second trailer. Yeah. Um, comes out March of next year as well. Uh, Diggs, you go first. What'd you think? <coughs>
1: um, to be honest, I'm kind of glad that they gave us, like, the storyline on how it's going to be, but I just don't, like, I feel like it's good, but I also feel like it's bad, because I don't want, like, the third trailer to give off, like, more of the storyline, because I don't really want it to be like Pokemon Sun and Moon, where they just gave off a ton of info of, like, Pokemon and everything. They, like, ruined the whole starters and every, like, line, yeah. Do you think they gave
0: away too much information, or could think, give it too much
1: information? I think they could,
0: but they haven't but
1: yet. Not yet. They're they're on. I, to me, I think they're on the <coughs> on the like ledge of falling into too much information.
0: <laughs> very, very interesting. Um, so one movie that did do that was uh, Batman vs Superman. They just pretty much gave away yeah. the entire movie in a, in a single trailer. Um, I see what you mean there. Um, so Kong Skull Island. Uh, stars Brie Larson uh, Tom Hiddleston of Loki he's Loki fame Uh, Toby Kebbell Samuel L. Jackson of course has to make an appearance in this thing John Goodman is in this Corey Hawkins John C. Riley, who we did not see in the first trailer is in that movie Um, and then playing Kong is Terry Notary and what's interesting about that is he's probably second best uh, for motion capture uh, movement and he is known for his works on, ironically enough, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and Planet of the Apes. So he's the guy who probably has a ton of like little dots all over him in a green costume, and he's doing the movements for Kong. Uh, so he's playing Kong, and you know the motion capture stuff it looks yeah. really really interesting. Kong, Skull Island. This trailer looked really good to me. Um, again, Kong looks huge. Uh, You're introduced to potentially the real threat because Kong has always played a good guy uh, in movies, and he's also playing one right now, too. Uh, It looks like the villain of the movie, other than the humans, of course, because we're always villains, aren't we? Um, (laughs) uh, Are the skull crawlers? Next trailer, third trailer release of Star Wars Rogue One coming out December 15th this year, folks um that looked very slick you get to see darth vader walking towards the screen uh pretty quickly by the way he looks like he's a man on a mission um you find out a little bit more backstory
1: (laughs) yeah
0: true um
1: well not you know but in the storyline of star wars
0: right um, not a, yeah, uh, you get to see a little more backstory about Jen Erso about how her father um, was taken. Uh, she was left apparently by the Empire, and it looks like he's played a pretty critical role in developing the, the, the Empire's newest weapon. In this case, it's the Death Star. Um, it looks like they're going on a mission to try to find him to see why he did it, perhaps seeing if they if he can tell them what the weakness is. You know, maybe to
1: get it, the Death Star plans,
0: exactly, exactly. To the rebellion and the rebellion is all about hope is what Jen Urso says. So looks really Call a new hope. <laughs> exactly. You know where they're going with that. Um it, lo- it looks really uh, entertaining. It looks like it's gonna be very empire driven. Um and when I say empire, I'm not referring to the movie, I'm referring to the actual empire. Um how how they're in control of like everything. Um a lot of storms uh, stormtroopers around. A,
1: like uh, new stormtroopers, like a death trooper. Always got
0: it. Yeah, yeah, and the black outfits, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they look really cool, really slick. Um, a lot of opportunities for some cool toys coming out as as well for these guys. Yeah. Um, you get to see all. You get to see a ton of vehicles too. It's just gonna. It looks like it's just gonna be a good, the almost live action Star Wars battlefront movie. You know. Yeah. I'm hoping to see a lot of like, uh, you know. Laser blasting machine vehicle wielding, AT-AT walkers blasting launchers, missiles. Um, no, no lightsabers. So I will kind of miss that in a Star Wars movie. Hopefully Darth Vader will yeah. get his out. Um, but just yeah, it looks really exciting. What are you What are you thinking about this? Um, to
1: be honest. Yeah, be honest. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. It. Yeah, that's not being honest. But yeah. to be honest, I kind of think that. Um. they're built on hope they said and then a new hope I think I'm not not, like trying to like ruin it if this actually does happen because it would be quite a call then but to be honest I think they might fail getting the Death Star plans so then they have a new hope and then you know and then wasn't Princess Leia after the Death Star plans too so could they have gotten it then lost it or something?
0: I can see how that. I, I can see how that uh, can come about. But what I'm thinking is happening because I've seen the movies, right? I've, I've been alive longer than you have. Um, yeah. But in episode in episode four, A New Hope, the one you're referring to, they are they do already have the Death Star oh, they plans. Oh, do. Okay. Um, and Leia was putting it into R2 to get rid of it because Darth Vader and the Empire boarded her ship to get those plans back. So she was trying to save the plans that they've already had in, the, in, the hand, in possession of the Rebellion. And that's why 3PO and R2 uh, uh, left the ship and, and crash landed on Tantooine where they met Luke, which is the symbol of a new hope. So they've already had this, those plans in, the, in, in their possession.
1: Forget about every single
0: one. <laughs> no, it's cool. In Rogue One, Rogue One is specifically how they get the plans. Is what the basis of this movie is about. And I'm assuming Jen Ursul's Ragtag Team is how they get the plans. I
1: wonder if they're actually going to do this with, like, in between Star Wars uh, 6 and then 7. Like, how they got to Episode 7 kind of thing? Yeah, like this, this, will actually, this will
0: actually predate Episode 4. So the one yeah, with Luke Skywalker, on like made other movies one,
1: then they in the middle of that. They
0: definitely do it in between. They
1: that, will, yeah, I mean... To they,
0: explain that, because it's kind of... Right. And little, you know, with uh, the mouse backing them now, that's referring to to Disney, they're going to be doing a lot of movies. They've obviously launched uh, or released the newest movie, um, which will be a Han Solo movie. So they're going to be, yeah, Han Solo movie, a solo movie, um, will be coming out as well. Um,
1: maybe it's because he died, Remembrance.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, or and <laughs> because that character is just so, so beloved too. Um, but anyway, Star Wars Rogue One comes out this year, December 15th, December 2016. Uh, I will definitely be there to see it. I know Diggs will as well. Well, ice cubes, that's going to round out another episode of the Icebox. Thank you for joining us again. We are glad to open up this Icebox for you as often as we are able to. Making it easier for you, we are now not only on SoundCloud, but you can f- find us on iTunes. Please, for the love of all that is holy, give us a give us a listen, give us a share if you see us on Facebook. Uh, give us a like, subscribe to our SoundCloud account, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us on iTunes, help us get out there. Um, we appreciate every minute that you give to us. We appreciate every listen you give to us. We appreciate any interaction you may give us as well. And How do you reach you do us? If do that,
1: my hand will be better.
0: How do you reach us? You can reach us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at IceboxCast. You can find us on Snapchat Snapchat um, <coughs> as IceboxCast. <coughs> we are on Google Hangouts and on gmail as iceboxcast at gmail.com instagram you can find us as iceboxcast interact with us we would love uh, to talk to all of our fans Uh, digs would love to talk and uh, talk with you as well we haven't had an email i don't know how long people um, before we promised we would read every email on air on our podcast and we've done that we just haven't received that many, so give us a listen. Give us some interactions. We'd love to talk with you Maybe as well. Maybe
1: will start going up because I'm on.
0: Maybe. Maybe we're just missing a little digs action. I know that was the yeah. main draw of this show. Uh, last thing before we I'm tune sorry, out here.
1: Been, I've been digging holes.
0: Interesting. You've been watching the movie Holes is more like yeah. it. Um, <laughs> last thing here we'll do is I want to uh, do one more plug uh, for a fellow podcast. <laughs> Uh, that I just discovered. This podcast is called Dead Draw Gaming. You can also find this podcast on SoundCloud. You can find their uh, Facebook page um, on Facebook. Um, You can find them as Dead Draw Gaming or at Dead Draw Gaming. And the cool thing about this is that not only are they a podcast or a Facebook presence or a YouTube presence or a Twitch presence... They're also an online presence. You can find them online. They actually deal really? with, guess what, Diggs? What? Pokemon cards.
1: I'll take that.
0: Yes, I knew you'd love that. So they, they talk everything and anything about Pokemon and Pokemon cards. To um, be honest, today, uh, to be
1: honest, I'm, uh, okay, that's me. Yeah, that's to the line of the,
0: this episode, to be honest. But go ahead. Okay,
1: so to be honest, I uh, today I sorted my Pokemon cards by Pokedex number of Pokemon
0: very I cool. I didn't get
1: that much through it though. I oh. got like five
0: pages. Well, that's a sad. That's a sad story. You didn't get through as many as you wanted to, but you know, there's another day. Yeah. You can continue on.
1: I mean, there is over 700. There's like 731.
0: There's a lot. So Dead Draw Gaming, uh, check them out on SoundCloud. Um, their first few podcasts here um, are pretty much it's kind of interesting they're giving their backgrounds and uh, how they came together as a group and they you know they they're telling us their mission of what they want to accomplish they're also talking all kinds of pokemon these guys play pokemon in leagues um, in tournaments they discuss some of their happenings in there how that's kind of how they met each other as well uh, through uh, gaming and actually playing the pokemon game at, uh, at uh, tournaments um, they discuss prizes. They also they also have giveaways. If you listen to their uh, their podcasts, uh, you get to listen to their cool intro and outro music. Perfected on episode five, um, really well done. It's reminiscent of the uh, classic uh, Pokemon theme. Um, I know one of the people on there as well, so I feel kind of important that I get to know one of them. Uh, his name is Danny, and uh, I'd like to support him. And uh, again, reach out to them. You can listen to them on SoundCloud as Dead Draw Gaming find their Facebook presence, find their online presence and buy some Pokemon cards from these guys uh, they're trusted sellers I uh, I am really hesitant to buy anything from people I don't trust I can vouch for Dead Draw Gaming uh, go out and buy from these guys, they know what they're doing they are intelligent about what they are talking about, they're trustworthy people um, give them a listen, they're entertaining as well, but Diggs, I thought you'd like that you could probably find them on YouTube yeah. as well, give them, a, give them a view give them a listen and see what subscribe. they're all about there you go well, that just about rounds out this episode 18 of our little podcast called The Icebox. Uh, please reach out to us uh, when you can. Give us Let us know how you're feeling. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, let us know what you think of Diggs' triumphant return to episode 18. Uh, hopefully his, his wrist heals up by the time we reach episode 19. You can yes. find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. Reach us on Twitter at IceboxCast. Uh, Google Hangouts, Gmail, IceboxCast at gmail.com, <laughs> Snapchat, IceboxCast, Instagram, IceboxCast. We would love to interact with you, and that's going to do it, Diggs. Why don't you give everyone what they've been waiting for this entire episode, because I cannot do it as well as you. Finish this episode out, Diggs, let's have it.
1: Until next slime flavored cherry pumpkin pie cherry thing uh may all your cakes be tasty
0: happy thanksgiving everyone